It was the face pressed against his storefront window that first caught his attention. Pressed might have been too delicate a word. Mashed is better, Chris thought idly, admiring the spread of pink skin sticking to the glass before his brain latched onto the thought, spinning and tumbling at an increasingly alarming rate. The litany of words shoved their way to the tip of his tongue, rushing to spill over and out of him in a waterfall of frothing adjectives, smushed, squashed, scrunched, crunched, crushed, squished, pushed, flattened, pancaked. He'd barely been able to throw on the brakes, limiting the torrent to a barely audible whisper until the words dribbled to a halt. Crap. It had been weeks since the last time he lost control of his own peculiar form of Tourette's. He looked around the tiny store to see if anyone had noticed, but was quickly drawn back to the spectacle outside. The little voice teasing at the edges of his mind suggested a few more words that he ruthlessly rejected, fully alert to the insidious nature of his own brain. The person outside was an impossible melange of old and young, tiny and broad, all brown and pink and white and fluffy red. Was that a scarf and hat? Pom-poms in July seemed off to Chris, and the noise came rushing back, odd, unusual, unexpected, surprising, strange, weird, astonishing, peculiar. Gasping, he stuttered back a breath, choking in the words and squeezing his eyes shut tight. Twenty-five cleansing breaths. Twenty-four. Twenty-three. His head noise kept pace with his diaphragm until petering out around number twelve. Chris paid attention, waiting to open his eyes again until the countdown reached number one. Or was it zero? He felt another tingle of panic try to erupt. Shit. If he wasn't careful, he'd be off to the races again, and he could feel the happy little ponies inside him bouncing in delight at the thought. This time, when he opened his eyes, his world was still. No strange visions at his window. No customers with pity or contempt in their eyes. No rampaging word strings waiting to torment him. With shaking hands, he put up the out-to-lunch sign and locked the front door. Not for the first time, Chris felt like he was living inside one of his own snow globe creations, never knowing when something was going to yank him upside down and shake him. At least for now, all the blizzarding shards seemed to have settled back to the bottom. No, Bun, we'll be late for Eddie's appointment. Tear ran his long fingers through his white blonde hair as he silently begged for patience. His cousin was having one of her days, and she wasn't in the mood to go along with the plan, insisting that they go back to the little Christmas shop across the square.